The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast it is, well... A reaction to the weekend's news, uh, season's over, oh my gosh, what are we going to do from here, edition of the podcast, because this is a Broncos team that, look, we talked about this last week, a pendulum game against Kansas City, and what a loss would do to that team, what a win would do, they obviously come away with a loss, not only a, a loss, but a pretty severe one. And it really has downfalled and dominoed the uh, next couple steps from that that we laid out last week, and that's looking to move some veterans. So we'll get into that news. Who could potentially be on the move? Who makes sense to be on the move? We'll talk about that on the podcast today. As we are presented by our friends, as always, by our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coorsfield. Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Chef Andrea Varela in that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous head on over there to tap 14 on the web that's tap 14.com spell out the word 14 for me tap 14.com so the broncos now in a uh, two and five rut uh, way out of the division and again you know I, and i look at the nfl standings in the afc west after the week and just say to myself, man, look at the opportunities that were in front of you. You could have been one game back from the division. Both the Raiders and Chargers lose situations that really would have benefited you greatly. And then obviously you would have beaten KC as opposed Kansas City puts basically the step on everybody else and really distances themselves from the rest of the division as many expected. Denver doesn't get it done. And now over the weekend, as reported by several outlets, including ESPN, Manuel Sanders could be on the move. Now, there's a big difference between being shopped and being, um, well, I should say listening to offers, okay? It's very important because I, I think to give you a peek behind the curtain, a lot of people think that, oh, well, the Broncos are listening to offers, so obviously they're looking to trade. No, to be truly honest, everybody on any football team at any point in time is available if the price is right. And a lot of teams will listen to offers from for anybody. I mean, that for any quarterback, for any pass rusher, for any defensive lineman, offensive line, there is truly nobody that is truly untouchable on a team if the price is right. Now, obviously, there's more realistic trades and there are unrealistic trades. We talk about this with Von Miller a lot. Von Miller is a very unrealistic trade, Although it makes sense, it's very unrealistic, you know. So again, that's that's something I think people need to realize and come to an understanding of because, you know, just because the Broncos are listening to offers, that doesn't mean they're actively shopping a player. Okay, G- generally players get very bent out of shape when they are actively shopped because that means a team is trying to move away from that 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 player that that prospect, whatever may be the case as opposed to a team listening to offers where it's, okay, you know, what does everybody else have to say about this, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so there, there are many different levels to this. 
And, and I just think it's really important that people understand the certain definition of it first before we move forward because, again, the Broncos are listening to offers. Now, those offers, uh, as several uh, outlets have reported, have come from a numerous amount of teams uh, with maybe the most popular, I think, in everybody's mind being Green Bay and San Francisco. The reason being is because these two are two teams who are very much in contention Undefeated, of course, the 49ers and Green Bay really showing a scramble, uh, a stranglehold on the NFC. Now, and I think this is a unique year for this certain this certain type of thing to be happening for Denver, because this is a NFC that's got a couple players who may be looking to deal for an Emmanuel Sanders. And on top of that, this is a wide open NFC. There's not one team that's really put a stranglehold on the NFC. Now, you look at the Saints over there. And uh, they have Titty Bridgewater, and look, they're winning football games, and they are certainly looking good. But that being said, I, I don't know if anybody really looks at the, you know, I, I really don't know if the the everybody looks at the Saints and says, oh my gosh, you know, we're super scared of Teddy Bridgewater, okay? And then you have, you know, kind of this this balance for power between the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. Now, the issue for Denver, obviously, is, look, trying to execute a trade and, and hoping to get as much value as possible. This is the this is the big deal. When it comes to a Denver team trying to get a pick, it's, it's trying to get two teams bidding for each other. Okay, that's the big deal. Okay, if you can... Uh, if you can get two teams bidding against each other, the Green Bay Packers, the San Francisco 49ers, you know, you started a say a second round pick and you say, okay, well, we'll both teams take a second. Well, the Green Bay maybe comes back and says, oh, we'll give you a third. And then San Francisco says, oh, well, we'll give you a third too. And you know what? So you choose us over Green Bay, we'll add a seven, you know. And then maybe Green Bay says, oh, we'll add a six. Now all of a sudden, your second round pick, maybe you didn't get that second round pick that you were looking for because make no mistake, Denver is looking for a day two pick. At least you can get the most value optimally for that player because Emmanuel Sanders is a sexy trade candidate. Uh, those those uh, sexy characteristics include the fact that he is producing, the fact that he is healthy, the fact that he's on an expiring contract. There's no consequences to a team acquiring him at the end of the year. And then on top of that, of course, Denver is looking to move him for future assets where a team like San Francisco and Green Bay is looking to acquire that type of talent to win now because they understand that their window is very much today. So there's a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of stuff that makes sense here. Obviously, if you're Denver, I think, honestly, a smart football move is to move on from Emmanuel Sanders, and it appears to be something that very much could be in the future. I have said on this podcast for weeks, I don't believe Emmanuel Sanders is going to be on this roster after the trade deadline. I also don't believe he was going to be a long-term option for Denver. So trading him would make sense. Now, some other names to be looking out for. I'm going to get to that next. So welcome back to the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by our friends over there at TAP14. I was talking about the players that could be moved by the Denver Broncos. Well, I tell you what, there's going to be a lot of names that you're going to hear. Now, we kind of chatted a little bit about Von Miller. I don't think this is very realistic. Now, I don't. this is not a report. This is uh, just coming from my gut, and make no mistake, I got a big gut. Just a gut feeling in the idea that uh, I don't think this is very realistic. Money-wise, it's not going to happen. No team. We talked about the, uh, the scenarios and the, the characteristics that need to be met for something to this happen. 
Von Miller is somebody who is a aging 30-year-old pass rusher that is getting paid a lot of money. That is not something that a team that is on the edge looking to try to acquire because there is long-term consequences to his contract. And so I, I believe Von Miller is going to be staying a Bronco for a long, long time. I also believe that uh, everybody else very much is unrealistic outside of maybe the idea that Chris Harris Jr. could be moved. Now, I believe Chris Harris Jr. is going to be a Bronco at least until the end of the year. And I think there is a small idea that the possibility of Chris Harris Jr. sticking around as a Bronco is up in the air. I don't think that's going to end up happening. I do believe that Chris Harris Jr. will be a Bronco for the rest of the year, and then he will end up signing elsewhere. But I think there's a little bit of a desire there. I think if you're the Broncos, you don't want to move him because, A, that free money that you basically gave Chris Harris Jr. at the beginning of the year, you completely throw that out the window. And, two, I think there is a desire for Chris to stay here and potentially be a uh, long-term option for the Denver Broncos. The idea of, you know, and you're going to hear some names in – Jeff Hireman, Adam Gotsis, maybe even a you know Derek Wolf. I don't I don't think any of these are very realistic because of the idea that look, I don't think anybody's looking for these guys. Adam Gotsis has been active for two weeks, three weeks. I I don't think anybody's interested in an Adam Gotsis for a seventh round pick. I don't think there's really going to be a market for it. So. I, I think you're grasping at straws with the idea that, look, hey, we're going to move these guys for these draft picks because they're available. Well, you also have to have interest, too, and uh, that's no disrespect to any of those three guys. I actually think Denver would really benefit to signing these guys, particularly Derek Wolf, long-term so that they can uh, have his production on uh, for the next three, four years. You know, I, I just don't think there's very uh, valid or uh, even matches the criteria of the idea that somebody would want to deal a pick for a depth guy who, by the way, has been inactive for a bad defense the last three weeks. It's just not going to happen. So I, I think you're going to hear those names floated out, but I don't think that's going to be very realistic. It's Bronco's Blitz podcast, of course, presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. So, obviously the Broncos trying to look at mortgaging uh, some players for the future and understanding that, look, this is a season that is down the drain. They are not going to be in the postseason, and uh, their run at trying to maybe even stay 500 is just not going to happen. And so they're going to look at trying to deal some potential veterans. And, of course, you can react on my Facebook page and, and uh, of course, our Twitter page as well, too. You can search the Ronnie K Show on Facebook, where, of course, we have our radio show, which is Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. That's Mountain Standard Time. So if you want to tune in for some Broncos talk and instant reaction on the radio show, Mountain Standard Time, and, of course, that's locally here in Denver, 7 a.m., 104.7 a.m., 1340. If you are not local in the Denver metro area, of course, you can listen on the website in the Mile High Sports mobile app. That's at milehighsports.com, milehighsports.com, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 9 a.m. East Coast for our East Coast friends of the podcast. Of course, you can find archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast as well, too, at milehighsports.com and all kinds of great writing. So we will be definitely on that for sure. Denver, of course, trying to turn the page and looking towards the future. And, uh, you know, there's obviously still games to be played for this Denver Broncos team. And at two and five, you know, you're you're 
in this weird situation because, again, you're trying to sell off assets and you are trying to get those those value pieces, but you're also still trying to win games of two. And, of course, they'll be visiting the Indianapolis Colts this Sunday. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff on CBS. And, you know, it's a very weird pickle because now as a Broncos fan, you're actually hoping they lose some games because Denver is now essentially in a fight for draft status and trying to get the best pick possible so that they can get the best talent possible. So a lot to cover and a lot to discuss in upcoming uh, Broncos Blitz podcast that, of course, we will be 100% on uh, the coverage. And you can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. So the report, at least, that we are hearing uh, is, is the Broncos are going to be looking for a day two pick, which, of course, uh, is a common referral of what the value they'd like back. Day one being a first-round pick, day two, second, third round. Something in the top 100, at least, that 35 to 100, I think, is where Denver's really going to be trying to find. And, you know, uh, Denver has not been, um, I guess, what's the best way to put it? Denver has uh, been very favorable in moving wide receivers towards the trade deadline. Of course, if you remember uh, Demarius Thomas just this last year when they traded uh, him to the Texans for that fourth round pick. And of course, they've moved Brandon Lloyd as well in the past. And look, uh, with the understanding that this is a team that is rebuilding and the wide receiver generally on offense. And look, I don't mean this as a disrespect to any wide receivers, but generally the wide receiver is the first to part with because that is a dependent position on the quarterback. So certainly a big deal. The Panthers, Patriots, Eagles, 49ers could be all in action and I think if you're Denver look this is this is music to your ears because with the understanding that if you can just pit two or three teams in front of each other and say hey we're going to take the best deal possible who do you want or who are you willing to give up and with the idea that look if you can get the Panthers and the Patriots or Patriots and the Eagles or the 49ers and the Packers or maybe three teams then all of a sudden that stock goes up and up and up. So Sanders likely, look, he hasn't said this outright. This is just a, a feeling I have, understanding with what he's going through in the locker room and what he's said before. I don't think this is a guy who's happy. He is, wel- he is looking to welcome a change of scenery with the idea that uh, he wants to be on a winner because Emmanuel Sanders understands. He is on the tail half of his career. Look, if he's golfing, he's midway through his 16th hole. He's only got a couple holes left in his golf game because this is a guy where age is catching up and of course dealing with also severe injuries. He doesn't he's not exactly a spring chicken. He's got a couple years left, but boy, would it be nice to see him in a uh 49ers uniform, a Packers uniform. And Broncos fans are going to hate this, but a Patriots uniform winning games in the postseason. Uh, you know, I I root for individual people and I know how hard that Emmanuel Sanders has grinded. And I know how hard that guy has done to get back healthy and and uh, truly uh, make a difference on this team from a devastating injury. And I wish him nothing but the best. I wish him nothing but the best, and I hope he has the opportunity to go to a winner and make a serious impact. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. All right, so your reaction, you can react to uh, my thoughts 
at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And, of course, always with the podcast every Monday through Friday, a weekday podcast from Mile High Sports. And, of course, you can catch archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast as well, too, at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com for great news coverage, breakdowns, and, of course, player profiles, audio, all that great stuff. And I talked about the radio show every Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And, of course, for our East Coast friends, that starts at 9 a.m. And again, if you are not local here in Denver, but if you are, AM 1340, FM 104.7, or streaming for our, well, our international audience, if you will. Those who are maybe elsewhere in the country or out of country, you can find it at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. You can even see a little peek into the video uh, stream as well, too, to our radio show. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on on the website. I hope you check that out. We are all done. For the Broncos Blitz podcast, uh, I have to be honest, by the time we end the week, Manuel Sanders may be elsewhere. Not sure. We'll see how it goes. Of course, the trade deadline coming up, but as the losses pile up for Denver, uh, Denver is going to be looking to move these veterans, and Emmanuel Sanders obviously is the sexiest option for them to get value back, but also to move away from and potentially snag a, oh, uh, you know, maybe they get a sec- second round pick or a third round pick. We will see. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Find more info at MileHighSports.com and the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app. That's MileHighSports.com. MileHighSports.com. See you, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz Podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.